Hello and welcome to Retrospection. This is the podcast where we take a look at an old movie or TV show and decide whether the makers deserve to crack on with the heavyweight championship or maybe they should just throw in the towel and be done with it. I'm Paul and I've retired more men than social security. And I couldn't even say it properly, could I? <laughs> Put your teeth back in. You And my name's Colin and yo, can you turn your robot down please? That's always good advice for anybody. It is. I'm always turning them down. Yeah. <laughs> On this episode, we're taking a look at the Christmas classic Rocky IV from 1985. You say Christmas classic. <laughs> That's a very loose term you've applied to this. Well, it's, it's set at Christmas. Eh, okay, the fight at the end of the film is on Christmas Day, but there's no actual mention of that other than them saying it takes place at December the 25th. Well, everyone knows December the 25th is Christmas Day, so... Alright. And if Christmas Day is in a movie, that automatically makes it a Christmas movie, doesn't it? We could discuss that if you want. Oh. Do, do we have to? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's two types of Christmas films. Okay, go for it. There is a Christmas movie, and then there are mm-hmm. movies set at Christmas. Give me an example of both, then. Okay, so... A Christmas movie is one that addresses the themes of Christmas, or goodwill to all, uh, uh, and would be helpful if it had the word Christmas in the title. It doesn't have to. And a movie set at Christmas is like Lethal Weapon, Cobra, Batman Returns, and there's a difference between them. Oddly, Die Hard comes close to addressing Christmas themes, because it's about a guy spending the holiday with a family member that doesn't get along with, Mm-hmm. He's at a lousy office party that finishes with people crying and screaming, like they always do. And Absolutely. He's, and he has guests that just won't leave. It's a total Christmas movie. Yeah, so, so that one sounds Christmassy to me. But I think there's I a agree difference with you. between the two. So Rocky Four is a movie set at Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. Scrooged, Earth for Christmas, A Miracle on 34th Street, those are Christmas movies. Right, well, that's the end of this podcast then, so uh, oh, oh, oh. I'll, see you, I'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Well, humbug. <laughs> so go on then, if we're going to talk about Christmas movies, I'm going to ask you a question then. Uh-huh. Give me your top three Christmas movies. Okay. Scrooged. Mm-hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. They all fit into the, into the parameters that you've set yourself, because I know you like to, to, to live in a box. Box. Living in a box. Living, Living in a, a cardboard, cardboard box. box. Um, <laughs> That's how cool we are. <laughs> for a third one, I, I like half for Christmas. What's wrong with a whole Christmas? Oh, wait. I don't think I have a drum and cymbal sound with me. Oh, you're really going for the uh, dad. That's what we do. Yeah. Oh, half for Christmas. Okay. I think so. But you'll probably say one now, then I'll go, oh, yeah, of course. No, I think you'll probably like two out of three. Okay. Is there, is there a Dracula film set at Christmas time? <laughs> I did look, but there wasn't. I'm sure you Not did. Like okay. If, if anyone knows of one, please please point me in the direction of it. Okay. Um, Gremlins? Yeah. Is that a Christmas film? It's definitely a Christmas movie. It's got Christmas carols in it. It's got Christmas trees, the snow. The whole thing takes place at Christmas. Gremlins 2? No, that's not a Christmas movie. Why is it not a Christmas movie? It takes place at Christmas. But it's not got snow in it. It oh. takes place in an office. I mean, Gremlins is a, a full-on Christmas movie. 
But what happens if you have a Christmas film set in Hawaii? It doesn't have snow in it. And Christmas in Australia is in the middle of summer. Yeah, but if he's got Christmas trees, it's fine. Ah, so it's now it's the tree, not the snow. Yeah. <laughs> You're shifting your parameters pretty rapidly here. Hey, I'm hosting tonight. I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> okay, then I, if we can include gremlins, I would swap out Air for Christmas and put gremlins in then. I thought you might. Yeah. Uh, my second one would be A Christmas Carol from 1951. You know, the uh, Alistair Sim version? I do, I do. Wow, a film made before 1960, you mentioned. Interesting. Yeah, you didn't expect that one, did you? Did not, no. It's, one of my, it's, it's possibly my favourite uh, movie version of that story. Oh, okay. And my third one is, it's a, it's a total guilty pleasure, but I watch it every Christmas and it makes me laugh. And it's Bad Santa. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people like that one. Mm-hmm. Bad Santa 1, not Bad Santa 2. No, no, no one no. likes that one. No, Bad Santa 1. It's, 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 it's filthy, it's disgusting, and it makes me laugh. All right. That should be your tagline. <laughs> or just my tagline. Yeah, just for you personally. <laughs> Maybe we need to put that under the podcast heading. Yeah, it's filthy, it's disgusting, doesn't make you laugh. <laughs> makes me laugh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, it's filthy, disgusting, and makes Paul laugh. We'll just have that written on. Well, in my head, we only do this for me anyway, so. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's part of the yeah. therapy. That's absolutely. Oh, God, therapy than you. Can you can you imagine? I can. It's amazing I'm still here. Yeah. All right. Oh, and on that note, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so. Before we get into Rocky IV, let's listen to the trailer. Today, the Soviet Union has officially entered professional boxing. This is not just an exhibition fight, but this is us against them. He would like to compete against anyone who is qualified. Drago is the most perfectly trained athlete ever. Whatever he hits, he destroys. He could have stopped the fight. He could have saved his best friend's life. I'll never forget you, Paul. But now, the one thing he can't do is walk away. Has the fight date been set yet? December 25th. Where? It's in Russia. Are you nuts? Miss Balboa, when will you be going to Russia? I'm not going to Russia. I don't know what you're talking about. He's had one professional fight, and one man is dead. Tabibi, he's going to have to kill me. Why can't you change your thinking? Because I'm a fighter. You can't win!
Well, that tells you everything you need to know. It does. It does. Did you watch it this time? No. I forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> uh, I did watch it for though. Is it any good? It, well, it's as good as the film. Okay. Oh. All right. Interesting. So, Rocky Four was released in 1985, and it stars Sylvester... I mean, everyone knows this, don't they? But I'm going to say it anyway. Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa. Talia Shire as Adrian. Burt Young as Paulie. Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. Dolph Lundgren as Ivan Drago in only his second movie role. You know what his first one was? It's a James Bond film, right? It was. Uh, can't remember which one, though. It was View to a Kill. Oh, I thought it was View to a Kill. Okay. Yes. I was going to say that, too. Oh. Well, you didn't. No, I didn't. You're right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hush. Absolutely. Bridget Nielsen as Ludmilla. Wow. That is her name. Okay. I don't believe it's actually mentioned in the movie. There's a reason why. Yes. And Tony Burton as Duke. No, um, it had a budget of $28 million and it grossed $300 million worldwide. That's crazy, right? <laughs> that is crazy. And I think that's possibly the most successful movie we've, we've done on the podcast so far, isn't it? Yeah, I would think so. Definitely. I think it was mm-hmm. the most successful sports film for something like 25 years or something ridiculous. Is it a sports film? Well, that's really? the, 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 the text that I read, that's what it said. Was that on IMDb? Um, no, I think it was somewhere else. Uh, Wikipedia? Yeah, probably. The font of all knowledge? Yes. I look for citations. <laughs> uh, the movie was written and directed by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, you say written. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Won't how, we? <laughs> how hard is it to write montage on page one and montage on page two and then punchiness on page three? Yeah, but, you know, you say that, but apparently his original cut of this film was two and a half hours long. Extra punching? This is what I'm... I can't, I can't work out where the extra hour of story came from that he cut out. Hmm. But we can talk about that as we go along. Yeah, okay. So, have you got anything you want to say before yeah. we, we crack um, on? Can we mention the robot? I don't know. <laughs> do, do you know this is the only robot that has a Screen Actors Guild card? Really? Yeah, and although I think using the term robot, it's a little loose because it's just a remote control device with a speaker and the guy's voice coming through it. But You're right. telling me it's not a real sentient robot? Mm-hmm. Well, also, it did go on tour with James Brown. <laughs> and you know what? He believed it was real. Probably. With enough drugs, but, anything's real. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm saying that James Brown does drugs or did do drugs at that period of his life. At that period of his life. <laughs> I want to be specific with my... <laughs> Have you seen the mug shot pictures? Oh, he's got mugs. He's got mugs. He's got a lot of mugs. All trust right. me. All right. They're not pretty either. So, do you want to just crack on? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. So we open with the United Artists Presents uh, logo. And, you know, this is the first... Rocky movie that didn't start with the words Rocky scrolling across the screen. I did not know that. It it's is. always nice to see the United Artists logo. It is. It, it makes you feel like you're on solid ground, doesn't it? Mm, I kind of think it's always like you're getting a lucky dip. <laughs> you don't really know what you're going to get. But it would be interesting, <laughs> no matter what. It will be. And then we get two boxing gloves rising majestically into the air. So the opening guitar... Um, tones of Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. 
One of the many songs that will be featured in this film. Oh, there's a lot of music. The, the boxing gloves turn, and they show that they, we see that they're decorated with the flags of the United States and the USSR. And then they smash together in an explosion of rubble. Now, did you see that one of them actually right, sort you've, of... You've really overwritten this. I am. <laughs> <laughs> really going for it today. Okay. I am going. All right. Now, did you see that one of the gloves actually um, fell off its string before it exploded? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think they only built one lot of gloves? And once they were done, they couldn't go back and redo it? That's quite possible. Once they exploded, they're exploded. Yeah, once they're gone, they're gone. And so, you know, basically this film's starting with the same subtle vein that uh, runs through the rest of it, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. So we cut to the end of Rocky Three. Yeah, we get clips of Mr. T. Yeah, he's pummeling, uh, being, he's pummeling uh, Rocky, isn't he, in the ring? He is pummeling Rocky's ring, yeah. <laughs> Quite bad. I was, like, I was like psychic, that was, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was almost like, it was like Eric and Ernie, that was. If well, they yeah, did, a little blue. did ring jokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I watched Rocky McWise Christmas special 1973 recently. It, it didn't feature any ring jokes whatsoever. <laughs> was it better than Rocky Four? Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> No, he's he's punching uh, he's punching Rocky in this in this sequence, and I don't know about you, but the sound effects are a bit over the top, aren't they? Well, yeah, throughout the film, right? I mean, well, it's like bombs going off, isn't it? As he's punching people. Well, maybe that's what it's like to be hit by Mr. T. Probably not these days. Well, no, but back then he probably punched it. Anybody who got in his way, I feel sorry for them. In fact, I pity the fool. Oh, I saw, <laughs> I saw it, and it was too late. <laughs> it was like a big sign coming towards you very slowly. You know, like in those movies when there's a countdown on a bomb and you, you get to number, you get to two seconds and you know you're not going to make it. Yeah, that but was, that was me. This bomb doesn't go off; it just goes like that. Like a makes faint whiff. It, yeah, makes a slightly disappointed sound. <laughs> yeah, I know that sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so um, yeah, so Rocky says it ain't so bad. At, at that point, I was thinking, yeah, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, come back in ninety minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 90 minutes. It flies by, though, doesn't it? you got to say. Yeah, if you play it four times normal speed. Oh, really? Is that how you watch it? <laughs> no. So Rocky starts, he starts to bait Clubber Lang, and then he starts to chop him down, one punch after the other. And he falls, and the referee counts down, and Rocky wins! Freeze frame. And we're still in Rocky 3. I, I got up and I was about to leave. I thought the film had finished. <laughs> oh, no, there's more. Oh. There's more of Rocky 3. So then we see Rocky and his friend Apollo, and they're walking into a ring late at night. Apollo wants to settle an old argument in the ring. Ding, ding. And they punch each other. Freeze frame again. A lot of freeze frames. That's frame, two yeah. freeze frames, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that, isn't there? Yeah. And that's the end of Rocky 3. Phew. <laughs> Can we go now? <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but this male bonding dialogue, it's a bit thick, isn't it? A lot of the dialogue in this film... Do you remember when we reviewed Cobra and we said sometimes it sounds like they were just making it up on the set? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get the same feeling about this film. I think it was at the height of um, Stallone's, dare I say it, douchebaggery. I thought for a minute you were going to say it's the height of naturalistic dialogue and how this film was expressing that area of you know French neo-noir expressionism, but no, probably douchebaggery is right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'd agree with you. What's with the weird molded nappies that they were wearing in that ring? I didn't notice. Again, the clothing expert. Yeah, they got these weird plastic codpiece things on. Um, I mean, not that I was looking at their crotches, you know. But you know, maybe he punches low. He punches low. Mm-hmm. You'd know about that, wouldn't you? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what you'd say. Uh, oh, so, so now we, we actually get into the movie proper. We're yeah. actually into Rocky Four now. Right. So we see Rocky, he's driving home, and his son is waiting for him in the driveway, filming him with the biggest 1980s camcorder that you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And a massive, powerful light. It is, it is. And inside, it's Paulie's birthday, and he appears to be... Um, Sitting in a room decorated with birthday streamers and balloons all by himself. Yeah, which is the best way for Paulie to be because he's so annoying. Yeah, he's a deadbeat, isn't he? And, and he's playing with the spinner. Did you ever have one of those spinners? I had yes, one of I those. Did. Yeah. yeah, I had one of those, yeah. yeah. But what, why did he keep him around? I don't know, because he he's just grumpy, annoying. He just sits there. I don't know. Like, in the isn't in the first film, he's like the coach, right? Well, he's he's kind of like the 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 unofficial morale booster, isn't he? Okay, but now he doesn't even do that because now he just puts everything down. He does, and I'm not being funny. He's the kind of uncle that you wouldn't leave your kid with, isn't he? No, no. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be smoking and drinking and and looking at porn after right. about an hour with that guy, isn't he? You know, it's, it's the kind of old guy you leave in a nursing home who's just sat there mumbling obscenities to himself. <laughs> That's the way I want to go. Not long. <laughs> Not long. No, he's getting closer every day, trust me. So Rocky's he's got a surprise for Paulie. Oh, he has indeed. Is it a Ferrari? Is it a Porsche? Yeah, maybe not. Nope. The lights go down and in comes a robot. Yeah. Now, wouldn't it have been much better if they just brought out Metal Mickey? Oh, that well, <laughs> You know, in some strange way, Metal Mickey would be more believable. It would have just come out and gone boogie-woogie. Atomic Thunderbusters, like that. <laughs> and, then, and it had the music playing as he came out. Oh, that would be that would be great. Yeah. That would be great. You realise there's not many people that know what we're talking about. Oh, the theme she's playing right now. Wow. Oh, yeah, it sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. Takes me back. Yeah. They also had a hit single with Let's Boogie Woogie. Let's have a listen. Oh, that's great, isn't it? What? I'm giving you something that you can put over the top of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why should you knocking one off or something? <laughs> A little bit concerned, though. No, I, I just want to say as well about this robot. Is this some kind of alternative 1980s? Well, this, this robot really exists. Yeah, but... You know why it's in the film? Go on, tell because me. Because Sylvester Stallone had one to help... For his uh, artistic son. Oh, right, okay. And he loved it so much that he put it in the film. But it's not a real robot. Well, you say that. No, it's not. I did say that. It's it's just a remote control device with um, uh, a speaker. I mean, it's not even practical. I mean, those arms, I mean, they're not good for much, are they? No. Up and down, that's all they can do. Anyway, uh... (laughs) it doesn't fit anywhere in the film. It's just shoehorned in on occasion. Because, as you say, that's probably what Stallone wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> in this movie, anything goes, I think. Still wouldn't better for the metal, Mickey. So, uh, Paulie's told to make a wish. Mm-hmm. And his wish is that he wasn't in this nightmare. 
Which probably most of the actors, <laughs> production crew. I'm pretty sure Talia Shire's probably thinking that maybe, by this point. Maybe. And then the kid ruins the cake. He does with loads of uh, whipped cream, doesn't he? Yeah. Who's worse, the kid or Polly? Well, it, it, in all fairness, as I say, it, 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 it's it's no wonder that this kid's behaving this way if he's been spending time with Polly. Oh yeah, that's a good point. He's learnt everything. About yeah, he's how getting to all act these from Polly. Yeah, all these bad habits are coming creeping in. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry anyway. This kid's going to disappear by the next movie and be replaced by someone who's about ten years older than him uh, overnight. That's life. It is happens. Yeah, your son better watch out. <laughs> oh, I've got a reply. No, I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's later, and Rocky and Adrian are in their bedroom. It's their anniversary, and Rocky gives her a bracelet, doesn't he? And he says, it's weird, he says, I'm so nervous, I didn't know if you'd like it. He's been married for seven years. He doesn't seem to know her that well, does he? No, it's like they just met. It's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can't decide at this point, watching Stallone's performance, I can't decide whether his Rocky is a masterpiece of naturalistic acting or it's just not acting at all. That's part of the magic that is Stallone. You think so? Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, I mean, this is this is what now the third Stallone movie we've covered on the podcast. Uh, Cobra. What was the other one? Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Yes, it is. Now, I don't know about you, but if you look at just as an aside, if you if you look at Stallone's performances in in his early movies, say late seventies, early eighties, he seems to really be putting in performances. You look at him in in First Blood. Right. You know, he's playing a character. And then in the later 80s movies, things like, you know, Rambo 2, Rambo 3, the later Rocky movies, he just seems to be going through the motions. I pretty much think that's what it was, really. It's just about making money, right? Pretty why, much. Why put your effort into it if you, you don't need to? I don't think Sylvester Stallone went back to acting until he did something like Copland. Absolutely. So do you, do you think that at this point where we are now with this movie, it's more about the image rather than the work? Mm, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I would yeah, I'd say agree. So. Okay, so then we cut to Ivan Drago, and he's in full military uniform, making his way through the airport, surrounded by reporters. With him are his wife, Ludmilla, <laughs> right. and the shady promoter, whatever he is, Nikolai. Okay. Now, this guy playing Nikolai, he looked familiar to me. Has he been in a Bond movie? Oh, that I don't know. You could have just looked it up. So, I thought maybe you would have done. So why, how would I have looked something up when I didn't even know what the question was? What am I? <laughs> huh? How am I supposed to do that? I thought that you were that intuitive. Oh, he was in the Highwayman TV series in an episode. Oh, well, that's all we need to know. He's a, he's a master of, uh, of craft. Airwolf, Fall Guy, Auto Man. Oh, he's done all the classics. <laughs> TJ Hooker. Everything that we'll probably cover at some point. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. No James Bond films, though, pal. Oh, okay. Maybe he just seemed like a stereotypical Russian guy. Yeah. Uh, Airport 77. Anyway, meanwhile, Apollo, he's, uh, he's playing with his dog in the swimming pool. Yeah, right. Tennis balls. He's got three <laughs> dogs, right? He's got three dogs. Yeah. yeah. And three tennis balls. Yeah. One for each dog. That's good. Yeah. And uh, he sees on the news report, about uh, that Drago's coming into town and he's here to promote goodwill and would like an exhibition fight with Rocky. Mm-hmm. And Nikolai tells the reporters that he's indestructible 
But Apollo isn't having any of that, is he? Yeah. No, this this old bit looks so 80s, doesn't it? I mean, the screen's dripping with opulence. Uh, and you know that Apollo's rich because, you know, he's got a swimming pool and he's got an outside TV. That's right, yeah. I mean, who had an outside TV in the 80s? <sighs> Not me. It's like Dreamland. Dreamland, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. Fantasy world. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this, the film has a robot in it, Paul. <laughs> TV outside is not stretching it that much. <laughs> so Rocky, uh, he's outside polishing his own car, isn't he? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> if you like. Okay. And uh, his son wants to learn how to fight, but Rocky wants his son to use his head for something more than a punching bag like he did. Right. It doesn't look like a punching bag, says his son. It looks like a catcher's mitt. That's a classic Sylvester Stallone written line. Love it. It does. Now, I'm guessing that the, ki- the kid's meant to be cute. And not annoying. Oh, really? I just thought he was annoying. <laughs> and did you notice the uh, the full-on Adidas uh, top that he's wearing? I, did. I think it was a tracksuit, actually. Yeah, a yeah. little, bit, little bit of advertising. Oh, there's a lot of that in this film, isn't there? Between Adidas, Hugo Boss, and, and Porsche later, and all the other stuff that's, that's in it. That's true, yeah. And Rocky gets a call from Apollo, and he takes it on the robot. I beg your pardon. Ooh, uh, Mrs. And uh, Apollo says that he's coming out. Wouldn't be a shocker, would it? <laughs> hey, I made him laugh. No, 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 just with sadness. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're at Drago's. Uh, Drago? Drago's? Dra- is it Drago? Depends who's speaking. Right. Okay. I never realised until we started doing this podcast how many times actors in the same film, pronounce the characters' names different ways. They do. It happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, a surprisingly amount. And I, I never knew until we had to start listening for names. You know, it never really hit me until we until we, we did the Krull episode, or Krull, or Krull, or yeah, Krull, whatever. whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spiky Frisbee film. That's the one, yeah. That was crap. Uh, <laughs> next, we're at uh, Drago's training camp. And he's all ultra high tech, lots of whiz bangs and lots flashing of, lights and stuff. Lots of whiz bangs. That's a technical term, isn't it? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. This was all totally state of the art at the time, apparently. Oh, apparently, yeah. So I've read. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All based on on reality. Oh. Apparent, apparently. Let's see. Yeah. So Nikolai says to to a crow that they wish to educate the United States on body chemistry. But he denies that anyone's using steroids. Absolutely not at all. And Ludmilla points out that uh, to get so big, Drago, he ate his spinach every day like Popeye. Yeah, nice job. Could these Russians be any more stereotypically sinister at this point? Well, going back to when um, Drago first appears in the magazine, the music tells you everything about him. (laughs) It has all this ominous, like, evil sound to it. Oh, we should should mention... um, just as an aside, the, the music's by Vince DiCola, isn't it? Yes, it is. Who... And it sounds a lot like his Transformers the movie soundtrack, yeah, it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. At one point, I thought Unicron was going to appear. Ooh, may, maybe Paulie's robot was a Transformer. What did it transform into? An actual robot? <laughs> <laughs> it transforms from a, a fake robot into an actual robot. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is just my disguise, so that people don't know I'm not really a robot. It's like, good well, it's disguise. Working. It's working. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good disguise. 
So uh, they go on to say that a normal heavyweight averages about 700 pounds of pressure per square inch. But Drago punches a big red button, and the readout says that he's hitting up 1850 pounds. Oh, no drugs involved. And they say, whatever he hits, he destroys. Thunderclap. Who doesn't Wait. say Thunderclap? Oh, I was going to say, I don't remember them <laughs> saying that. That would be a bit weird. Now, I don't know how high-tech this machine is, because I'm pretty sure I've had a go on that on Blackpool Pleasure Beach. It's the same one. You hit it with a mallet, don't you? Oh, I'm pretty sure that guy with the, in the white coat just punched the number in. <laughs> I mean, when I mean punch, I mean he just typed it in. He didn't actually punch it. Because if he that, could that punch be, it, then yeah. he should be in the ring. Yeah, I mean, why would Drago be punching that and then the guy's He's punching, punching the. Yeah. Just, just people punching stuff. It's a lot of work, isn't it? It is, it is. But they want to win. They do want to win. Mm. They do. So we're back with Apollo and he's telling Rocky, he's at the house and he's telling Rocky that he wants to fight Drago first. When the robot comes in and now it seems to have been reprogrammed with a woman's voice bringing beer for Paulie. And I'm thinking, where can I get me one of these? <laughs> well, uh, there is apparently a scene where Paulie rewires the robot. Now, I wouldn't trust Paulie to tie his shoelaces. <laughs> let alone rewire a robot. <laughs> This is true. You're asking for trouble, aren't you? Yeah, you are. And it, the, the scene just pops out of nowhere, and it's almost like Carl Weathers is embarrassed by the scene. He does look a bit like, really? What? Yeah, it's <laughs> either a tremendously good piece of acting, or he genuinely was like, this is stupid. Well, I don't know about you, but Carl Weathers is one of the better actors in this, and that's saying something. That is true. Yeah, he is. Now, do you think Paulie's having sex with the robot at this point? Uh, besides that robot, I think the robot's having sex with Polly. <laughs> Especially if it's a Transformer. Yeah, I don't think Polly's got a choice in the matter, really. No, not at all. No. Ooh, what a horrible thought. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Apollo, he wants to step up and stop the Russians from uh, from making America look bad. But Adrian's against it, for now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. So then we cut to Rocky and Apollo watching one of their old fights on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they're, uh, they're reminiscing. Uh, so it's dinner and movie night for those two, isn't it? Yeah, maybe they were watching on a videotape. Because I can't imagine they were just sat there waiting and hoping that one of their fights would come on TV. <laughs> that would be lucky, wouldn't it? Yeah, like they're all, all like 7 o'clock. They're going, there's not one on yet. Well, give it an hour. There might be one soon. And then we can talk about it and reminisce. So uh, What are we going to do in the meantime? <sighs> Weather's a bit perky in there. Yeah, 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 it is. Wait, is it coming on? There's a f- no, someone else fighting. Okay. Um, CG Hooker's on at eight. Can we watch that first? That's why the original cut was four hours long. <laughs> it's three, three hours of them just sitting there waiting for the right fight to come on. Watching Hooker, then Magnum. Yeah. Mm, I'd rather watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Either of those. Can we watch those shows, please? So Rocky is dubious about Apollo's motives, and he thinks that maybe he's too old. He says, it's easy for you to say, you're on top. But what what happens when you're not on top? Well, we've discussed this. The robot's on top. <laughs> Somebody's on top, and either way, I don't want to think about it. So Rocky says that he and Apollo have uh, they've changed. They're not the people that they used to be. Mm-hmm. But Apollo, he says, no. <clears throat> and I've got some dialogue for you. Oh, oh okay. Are you going to do the acting? We're going to do the acting. It's my oh, turn this week. Jesus. Apollo says, maybe you think you're changing, 
but you can't change who you really are. Forget about all the money and stuff around you. It don't change a thing. You and me, we don't even have a choice. We're born with a killer instinct that you can't turn on and off like a radio. We have to be in the middle of the action because we're the warriors. And without some challenge, without some war to fight, then the warrior may as well... <laughs> don't laugh. May as well be dead. So I'm asking you as a friend, stand by my side this one last time. Wow. Did you like that? I, I got chills. I could be just coming down with flu. <laughs> it is going around. It, it's a nice little speech, though, I thought. Ah. It's one of the better pieces of dialogue in this film. It was good. Oh, all right. We'll move on then. <laughs> it was nice. I don't know what you want me to say about it. It was a nice little scene. And, uh, and it's a weird bit of deepness from Rocky when he realizes that, you know, Apollo doesn't want to just fight the Russian. He's fighting himself, you know. Mm-hmm. And there ain't, there's not a lot of deepness in this movie, is there? No, no. So we cut to a press conference where Apollo, he's, uh, he's winding up the Russians in typical style. And Drago, on the other hand, he's just sitting there all stoic. I actually thought the Russians are quite polite in this, and it's the Americans are rude. <laughs> they, are, they don't do anything wrong, really, do they? No, they don't do anything at all. Now, and at first I was like, you know what, this is just typical. The Americans are all nasty and rude, pretending that everything's right. But then I realized it's a show that Apollo's putting on. You know, it's a performance. It is, because as he's leaving, he says, how'd I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it was, apparently, it was Dolph Lundgren's idea to make Drago a man of few words, to make it a contrast to Apollo. God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> that's not a bad idea, is it? Oh, so, uh, you want to pay me how much? Okay, that's nice, but, um, you know, I think the script, I think it would be better if I just didn't say anything for the whole film. <laughs> yes, there is, a, there is an upside to it, isn't there? Yeah, no, yeah. why still one? Great. Look, Carl Weathers, he's really good in these moments, isn't he? Where he's, he's you know, he's, he's all mouth. What's your favourite Carl Weathers film? Oh, it's got to be Action Jackson, hasn't it? Oh, really? Have you seen that recently? No, I'd rather live with the memory of it than rewatch it. <laughs> that's, a sm- that's a very smart move. I can imagine. You've seen it recently then, have you? Yeah, I have. Didn't oh. go well? Nah, not great, but Vanity's in it, so, you know. Oh, maybe I will then. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too quick? Yeah, a little, you know. <laughs> it's too easily swayed. Uh, yeah, he's good in Predator. Huh? That's true, he is, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. No, he, he, I like Carl Weathers. I, I think he could have been a, a much bigger actor than what he was. I thought you were going to say he could have been a contender. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> I wish I had, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll you'll fix it. Don't <laughs> <worry>. <laughs> You know, he, he could have been a contender. There you go. Oh! Fixed. oh. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> I can see why you host all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Drago, he shows emotion by knocking down a cardboard cutout of Apollo. Right. It was mean, wasn't it? Yeah. Apparently, I'd... though, Carl Weathers and Dolph Lundgren didn't get on very well in the making of the film. In fact... At one point, Carl Weathers refused to come on set because Dolph kept throwing him around. He did in in the in the fight scene that we get to uh, shortly. They yeah. he he threw him across the ring and he stormed off. And it took Stallone about three days to convince him to come back to the set, didn't it? Yeah, but also Dolph put Stallone in hospital. He did. He punched him so hard that he had heart problems, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Pussies. Well, I don't know. I think Dolph is misunderstanding the word acting. 
<laughs> Do you think he still does? Well, Misunderstand. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've seen those Expendables films. So, uh, so yeah, so <clears throat> so we cut to the fight night. Ooh. This movie moves fast, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You give it, thankfully. <laughs> so Apollo tells Rocky that he feels like he could eat nails. I never tried snails, says Rocky. Yeah, that's one of those weird dialogue exchanges that makes me think they've made it up right there and then. Because it's not that And they funny. think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, they, they think it's, it's like, hilarious. I just can't think of somebody actually writing that and sitting back and going, yes. It just kind of makes you just think that either Rocky's deaf, retarded, or just an idiot. It could be all of those, though. He it could been, well be. He has been hit a few times. It is, it is, yeah. So Rocky thinks that Apollo isn't prepared for the fight and that he should postpone, but Apollo, he's having none of it. Right. And meanwhile, Drago's preparation seems to consist of standing in a dark corridor while being shouted at by a Russian. Many a fantasy. Uh, sorry. Come on. <laughs> Moving on. It's like, isn't that what our president does? Ooh, controversial. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you said it, not me. I'll cut it. No problem. And the secret police come knocking on your door later. <laughs> I want to know who they are, though. They'll be secret. Yeah. Have we done this gag before? Oh, we may well have done. <laughs> I have this feeling we have. Might have to cut all this out. <laughs> oh, people don't care. No. So, so Ludmilla <clears throat> shakes a, Apollo's wife's hand and says that uh, she hopes that they can be friends after the fight because their husbands they're not they're sportsmen. They're not soldiers. Mm-hmm. It's a bit heavy-handed, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, you know, on the nose. I don't but... mean the shaking hands. I don't mean she's got a heavy hand. I mean... She might have. You don't know. Which one? Which I don't one... mean left well, or right. Well, the I fight mean... between Brigitte and Talia, which one do you think would win? Uh, it's not Talia, is it? It's the other one. It's Apollo's wife. Oh, okay. Mm. But it's obviously Brigitte either way, isn't it? Yeah, either way. I mean, she's got the heft. Yeah, I mean, I think she'd win in a fight between Sylvester Stallone. She'd win in a fight between me and her. Wait. Well, yeah. (laughs) 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 That's not a shocker, is it? No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get uh, a James Brown promotional video. Oh, yeah, do we ever with the elevator. Well, imagine if that elevator had failed. As it's lifting (laughs) Drago up and it just stopped. And all you saw was, like, the top of his eyes. Just like a Chad. He's like, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Anybody? And Jay's Brown is just going, ow, doing his stuff in front of him. And all you see is Drago's top of his head going, hello. Um, Stark. <laughs> Need a hand here. Anybody? He wouldn't get any help from James Brown. No, he wouldn't because he's just like dancing in front of all these women. It's like a big circus. And, and then Drago and the Russians are looking around and they're going, what the hell is this? And I... I'm kind of on their side at this point. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Drago's, he's bemused by the glitz, the glamour, and the amount of sheer crack that Mr. Brown can take in one sitting. It's probably amazing, really, isn't it? I didn't see him bend over. I don't know. But <laughs> what's with the biplanes? Yeah. And what, what's with all the voodoo stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that a bit, you know, off-colour, if you know what I mean? Yeah, there's some strangers. I don't get the biplanes. Mm. All right, so yeah, and it goes on like you said. It's the full full song. We're not it is. You get the full song. But also, uh, give the film some sort of uh, 
leeway here. I think the fact that it's a full song is the point because you kind of look at uh, Rocky's face and he's like, oh my God, this is going on. This is just too much because clearly it's Apollo's idea of what needs to be done. Yeah, because I, I mean, everything's covered with the Stars and Stripes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's wearing Stars and Stripes shorts, top mm-hmm. hat. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. Do you think this would play today in a modern movie? Yes, now. Yes. Certain places here, yes. I mean, really? That, that's why we got that new Clint Eastwood film. That's full of flag-waving jingoism. It's not as overt as this, though, is it? Oh, really? wait till you see the trailer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. There's no James Brown and Dancing Girls, I'll give you that. You haven't seen the movie. You don't know. That's true, there could be, right? You're right. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, he did make a James Brown biopic, didn't he? Okay. So, it all, all it's the circle of life. It is. It all comes together in the end. It does. So finally, we get to the fight. Mm-hmm. And Apollo, he says he feels born again. <laughs> Won't last long, though, will it? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was at one point, I was thinking, as he's standing there, I was thinking, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Terry Pratchett's death just looming over him. Yeah. Just standing there with a big scythe going, <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Street streamers dangling from him. Yep. <laughs> oh, you miss it, don't you? Yeah. Mm. Terry Pratchett's not death. <laughs> Just to clarify. No, no, I miss death too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Merry Christmas. So what, one of Apollo's nicknames is the Count of Monte Fisto. Well, wait, what? <laughs> Seriously? I didn't catch that. Yeah. Well, you know, you know when they're doing the announcement, when the mm-hmm. ringmaster's doing the announcement? One of his nicknames is the Count of Monte Fisto. Wow, that's... Uh... You want that name, don't you? No, because I, I got a feeling people have mispronounced the first word. <laughs> uh, fill in the blanks, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did have something else I was going to say about that, but I'm not going to bother now. <laughs> you won that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the, the two fighters square off. Mm-hmm. Apollo and Thumps Gloves with Drago's, and Drago finally has a line, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Do you want to do the line? He says, Hello, you come here often? Does he burp as well when he does? <laughs> he does, yeah. He got wind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the line? He says, You will lose. Okay. I didn't know Annie was in the film. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's in this? Damn. <laughs> Studied film. It's a fantasy Rocky movie. Is that he's nothing? <laughs> no. Nothing? All right. Nobody at all. Nobody okay. else fantasy. No, man. Yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of fantasies, but... Holy uh, shit, uh, where's uh, this going? <laughs> bear, bear with me. All right. Are boxers usually this greased up? Um, I don't think they are. They'd just be slipping and sliding all over the place, wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, I'm no expert on boxing, although I have to watch it for a living, but... Um, I thought you were going to say I'm no expert on greased up men. Well, that goes without saying that I am, but... <laughs> I mean, the film Grease is my favourite. Oh. It's not, though. It's not. Oh, I know it's not. No. Um, yeah, I, I agree. They are very well-oiled. They are. They are, yeah. I was pretty well-oiled when I was watching this. <laughs> You'd have to be. <laughs> I wasn't. So I fight... was watching it in the morning. I couldn't, so... More fool you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
So the fight begins. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Apollo lands a few blows. Nothing mm-hmm. happens. Nope. Then boom. There's a cannon? There's a cannon. It is a cannon. It sounds like a cannon. A cannon film. It is. Oh. It's not. But... Can, you imagine, can you imagine a Rocky cannon film? Probably very similar to this. It <laughs> 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 would have to change much. Yeah, where'd the budget go on this? Um, you could have made this movie for about four or five million dollars, couldn't you? Yeah, I guess, because they don't really film anywhere that's expensive. No. The actors... Most of it takes place in rings. Yeah. And the actors are not, like, except for Sylvester Stallone, they're not huge mm. stars, right? Yeah. And we know that we know that Canon could afford Sylvester Stallone because they did over the top. Mm. I mean, it bankrupted them. <laughs> they yeah. did it. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know where the budget went. Didn't really matter, though. Made 300 million. It did. Oh, shocking. So Drago, he's, he's pummeling Apollo to the sound of cannon fire, as we say. Mm-hmm. And this great, fight would have been stopped band. after the first... <laughs> cannon... <laughs> cannon fire. Love them. Have you got some, some they, they had, music? They had many hits. Did they? Name one. Cannon fire hits. No. Hello, is this on? So. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't this fight have been stopped after the first five seconds of that? Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's definitely the referee's fault. Terrible. Oh, refereeing. the referee! The referees in Rocky movies—they've got no power whatsoever. No, they don't appear to, do they? They're just there to just stand around and count. And count at the end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the end of round one comes, and Rocky wants to throw in the towel, <clears throat> but Apollo makes him promise that he's not going to. Yeah, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So round two comes along, and Drago basically beats the shit out of Apollo a second time. Yep. And Apollo uh, falls to the ground in slow motion. We get our first slow motion punch as well, don't we, of the movie? And he falls to the ground and he's twitching on the canvas. Yeah, yeah, milking his scene. (laughs) Just a bit. Twitching on the canvas. I remember that dance. Uh, Twitching on the canvas was actually the uh, B-side to a uh, orchestral maneuvers in the dark album. (laughs) You know, if it was, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) No. And Drago says, if he dies, he dies. Obviously not as northern as that, but... <laughs> what are we I don't mind. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> Bollocks to him. <laughs> <laughs> and Drago and, and Rocky's eyes lock, don't they? Mm-hmm. It's love at first sight. Now, we cut to Apollo's funeral. Mm-hmm. There's lots of sunglasses and Stallone stumbling over his way, stumbling his way through a soliloquy. Almost like you just did. Yes, I know. Did you notice that? <laughs> I did. Very, very <laughs> method. That was very Stallone, wasn't it? And then they, they put the Apollo's ring magazine champion of the world belt on, on the flowers. That belt's going to get stolen, surely. It is. If that was today, that'd be on eBay within about two hours, wouldn't it? I'm pretty sure even back then that's gone. <laughs> Although, do you think he had to creep back when everyone had gone and just take it back? Yeah, it's like, uh, are, you, are you coming in the car? Oh, I'm, I'm just going to hang, hang back a bit. And then he's just like slowly walking backwards, walking left or right, <laughs> then gets the belt, puts it under his jacket, runs off. The, the, the guy filling in the grave goes, Oi, what are you doing? Yeah, he punches him. <laughs> Another needless death. 
It's all in the three-hour version. This is what he cut out. Yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're filling the blanks here. Absolutely. So now we're at another press conference where Rocky has announced oh, oh, that he... Uh, sorry, uh, 27 episodes in and an hour into this one. I should point out there may be spoilers in our podcast. Okay, carry on. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. People are it's asking. It's not 27. It's not 27, by the way. There weren't always spoilers. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> God, you're so complex, aren't you? <laughs> All right then. So we're at, we're at uh, another press conference where Rocky has announced that he will fight Drago. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a non-sanctioned fight. And Nikolai spouts some stuff about Rocky being a being a midget. He says it's impossible for this little man to fight. Well, you mm-hmm. know, he's kind of right. He is. He is. But you know, and they say that uh, Rocky says that the fight's going to be in Russia and mm-hmm. it's going to be on Christmas Day. Hey! It's Christmas movie. Yeah, he's got. No, we got there. We got Finally. there. We've justified it. People are like, what? There's no streamers or Christmas party hats or anything in this film. What are they talking about? It's Christmas. You're supposed to do that in a Slade manner. It, I don't, how's it going? You, you it's all... Christmas. Yeah, it's like that, but in tune. Is it? Sometimes. Depends, <laughs> if, they, depends if they're live or not. It's very true. So, I mean, Rocky says that he's, gonna, he's not taking any money for this fight. That's right. Unlike Stallone, in many ways. Why? He's not going to take no money for being in a film, is he? That's true. That's true, especially if he's written and directed. Did he direct this? He did, right? He did. Yeah. He did, yeah. Okay. Wrote and directed. Wrote and directed, I right. had final cut as well, apparently. So, I mean, at this point now, we've got to say, this whole film is such an exercise in Russian bashing, isn't it? I mean, oh, absolutely, at this point. Yes, mm-hmm. full of propaganda. Would you say Sylvester Stallone's an auteur? <laughs> In as much as he's a director that that puts his stamp on his own movies, then technically in those terms he is. Yeah, I never thought of him like that before. In a way, he's as much an auteur as, as Michael Bay. Ooh. Michael was... Bay does exactly the same thing. I mean, you, you know a Michael Bay movie. It's got Michael Bay's stamp all over it, hasn't it? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Shit covered boots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was just a fart, you know. Um, another one, Zack Snyder. He's an auteur, isn't he? Yeah, I suppose so. It's kind of ruining the word auteur for me, though. It is. I mean, yeah, they're not in the same vein as people like Polanski, are they? Hitchcock. Hitchcock, yeah. No. yeah. Okay. But that's where we are these days. Right. Yeah. Jesus. <sighs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Keep smiling, everyone. <laughs> all right, Santa will come. He will come, and he'll bring you that box set of all those DC movies that you wanted. <laughs> he'll leave it under your tree. It's like taking a big dump, isn't it? Um, <laughs> anyway, you like DC movies, don't you? It doesn't mean I think they're good. That's a that's a very complex answer. For, it another, is, for, for another podcast. Exactly, yes. Think about it. So Adrian arrives home to mm. a bunch of reporters, and they're all badgering her. I don't mean giving her small rodents. I mean... Very, yeah. Ask yeah. Got it. Because that'd be and, weird. Yeah, that would be, be weird, wouldn't it? I wouldn't be surprised, though, if it did happen in this film. I don't know. She's like, she says, I don't know what you're talking about. Did she miss the memo? It's all over the news. Where's she been? 
How are they are they telling me that Sylvester Stallone went straight from the funeral into this news conference and that she she went, Oh, are you coming home? And he went, Nah. I got I got a bit of business to take care of. I gotta go steal that belt back off those flowers. Then <laughs> I gotta go do a news conference. What about? Okay. This is where I think that yeah, I, this is where I think that a lot of the stuff that he cut out of the the, the two hour version is because I mean the 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 whole time frame of this movie is really patchy, isn't it? Right. Things seem to happen back to back, and you don't know how much time's passed. It's daylight, then it's night time, then it's daylight again. <laughs> it's like, what's it, going on? Watching it is like being punched around the face. Well, maybe it's doing its job then. Yeah, work of genius. We we'll have to re, 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 rethink our ending. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to say. I don't. You're right. <sighs> I will be wildly surprised. We'll see. Okay, so now it's night time, and uh, Adrian's waiting for Rocky as he comes home. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want him to go. Mm-hmm. You can't win, she screams. Mm-hmm. Suicide. Yes, but Rocky, he's got some more dialogue to give. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you ready? Oh, no. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's coming. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. So Rocky says, mm-hmm. "No, I'm not going to do that." No. Rocky says, "No, maybe I can't win. Mm-hmm. Maybe the only thing I can do is take everything he's got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to beat me, you'll have to kill me. Mm-hmm. And to kill me, you'll have to have the heart to stand in front of me. Mm-hmm. And to do that, he has to be willing to die himself." And I don't know if he's ready to do that. I don't know. Mm. Shakespearean, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's already I killed no, I didn't mean, one I didn't, boxer. I didn't mean the dialogue with Shakespeare. I didn't mean the dialogue with Shakespeare. I meant my delivery. Was Shakespearean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this would be um, Bradley Shakespeare lives down the street. Nice, nice guy, nice guy, terrible actor. You mean that Shakespearean? Sorry, some Syrian, Ian. I don't know about this speech because Drago's already killed one boxer. <laughs> she does have a point. Well, I think she has a very good point. Drago is taller than Rocky. He's built more than Rocky. He punches harder than Rocky. He's younger than Rocky. He's already killed one boxer. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think she's pretty, yeah, sound in her thinking. But he wants revenge, doesn't he? It's why he's going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the speech was just like, he could have just said, I want, I want to get him because he killed my friend. That would have been shorter, well, though, and less, less <laughs> you know, expressive. But Wouldn't it have been funny if he'd just gone, well, I'm going anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have liked it. <laughs> that was the other cut. So. Now we get a pop video montage. We do, with clips of better Rocky films. Of better Rocky films, all to um, No Easy Way Out by Robert Tepper. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Can I ask you, how do you feel about the music in this film? I like it. It's, it's got that 80s It's got that 80s. It's a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. It, it's, yeah. it pumps you up. It, do, it does make you want to punch something, right? It makes you want to punch something or bench press or oh, lift no, weights. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't. No. But like, leave it a punch stuff. <laughs> oh, go crazy, pal. It's not mind-altering. <laughs> bench press? <laughs> I didn't say me. Mm. Or you, for that matter. <laughs> Just generally, like, you know. It makes me want to press some pants or something, maybe. But 
I don't know about you, but no, you don't. Why is why is the film why is the film at this point in amongst all this stuff from the other movies? It's showing me stuff that I saw ten minutes ago as well. Well, I guess it's in case you've got amnesia. <laughs> it's a very thoughtful film that way. In case you drifted off. Yeah, that that would yeah. be okay. more apt. Although it's hard to drift off in this film because it's so bloody loud. It is. It is. It is. If you took out all the montages, this film would be about 40 minutes, wouldn't it? Yes, and only 10 of that has a natural narrative. Oh, we'll talk about that at the end, but it's not a movie, is it? No. No. So, Rocky and Paulie are leaving for Russia. Mm -hmm. And why is Paulie going? Yep, don't know. My note here says, uh, Robot is nagging Paulie on his way out. For some reason, he's going with Rocky to Russia. I'd rather take the robot. That would have been great, wouldn't it? Take the robot. That'd have been fun. Nice for the mm. robot too. Get away from Polly. Yes, I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> so Rocky goes upstairs to say bye to his brat. I mean, son. Yeah, gives him some homespun wisdom. He does. He explains to him that uh, his you know he gets skirt. He what? His role's finished in the film, and he's no longer needed. <laughs> it's very true. He tells him, you know, he, that you know he gets scared sometimes. He gives him some life lessons. I know it's better to be beaten up rather than something, something. I don't know. Uh, and, and anyway, when he gets back from Russia, as I say, he's going to have aged ten years and be a completely different actor. So, well, so that was when you leave your kid behind. Exactly, exactly. I dread to think what'll well, happen next time I go to uh, Basingstoke. That's a phrase that's never been uttered before. <laughs> Who knows what happens when you go to Basingstoke? Oof. What what happens in Basingstoke, Paul? Stays in Basingstoke. Absolutely. We've got we've got listeners in Basingstoke, you know. I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> so, uh, so Adrian watches as they leave. She's not she's not that happy. No. But then she you know, spends four films not being happy, so it's fair enough. Her character's yeah, she, consistent. She does the same thing in every movie, doesn't she? Yep. Oh, I don't want you to fight. Don't fight. Kill him, Rocky. <laughs> wow, it was like she was in the room. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish I had your talent. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to a plane landing in a snow-capped airport in Russia mm-hmm. to the stones of Burning Heart by Survivor. Lovely, great song. It is. Paulie's complaining, as usual. Yeah. And a car arrives to pick up Rocky, driven by the most Russian-sounding Russian that you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. And he's got a big moustache. Of course, they all have. They do, don't they? Yeah. They're taken to a log cabin mm-hmm. where a mysterious man is chopping wood outside. Is he a spy? Are you, did, oh, are you, you asking? That? Are you asking? Yes, I'm asking yeah, you, is he a spy? Yeah. Yes, he is a spy. Yes. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad we don't want A, a little that. conspicuous spy, but he's a spy. He's got a moustache as well, isn't he? All the spies have moustaches. It's to hide their choppers. listening equipment in. Yeah, I, I rode over your big chopper line, sorry. You, you feel free to do it again if you want. No, you're right. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it always hurts when someone rides over your big chopper. See, that, that just hurts even more now, because not only did you ride over it, then you, 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 you completely mm-hmm. did it better. Oh, thanks. I wonder where you was going with that. Right. So Paul isn't happy at the lack of equipment. I.e. spurring well, gym stuff. Be. He's just had his chopper rode over. Oh. 
But he does have a point, though. I mean, who's going to train like this? Oh, it's ridiculous, right? <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. yeah. I guess it's there to show, you know, just how down-to-earth and natural the American is compared to the dastardly Russians who are all fake and, mm-hmm. you know, juiced up and, on, you know, using technology and yeah. things like that. Absolutely. That's what it's about. Because Amer- America doesn't use technology at all, does it? No. Nope. And their athletes don't take steroids. Nope. No, I'm agreeing with you. So it's later and Paulie's uh, toasting marshmallows to the sounds of animal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you hear what you just said? What did I say? He's toasting marshmallows. That's what they are, isn't it? Marshmallows? It's marshmallows, isn't it? Marshmallows? <laughs> I thought that's what they're called. Is that not what they're called? <laughs> I've always wow. called them marshmallows. Is that not what they are? And nobody's ever called you on that? Not really, no. In all fairness, the word marshmallows doesn't crop up very often in No, the in word marshmallows never crops up because there's no such word. <laughs> Is this like that other conversation we had that time? Oh, yeah, I'm afraid so. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. I, I, I just always thought they were called marshmallows. <laughs> the, the, the only place that they're called marshmallows is in Star Trek V. Maybe that's where I got it from. When Kirk, Spock and McCoy uh, sat around the fire and Kirk says, what are you doing? And Spock says, I'm preparing to toast a marshmallow. And <laughs> that's because he's misheard the word. And then they make fun of him. By McCoy says, well, I'll be damned a marshmallow. Where did you learn that? They're not called Pretty marsh- much like what you're doing to me now. Wow. Well, you learn something every day, don't you? Yeah, you do. You don't know what a marshmallow is. I don't know what a marshmallow, melon, uh, mellow, 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 mellow. Yeah. Mellow. <clears throat> so it's later, and Paulie's toasting marshmallows to the sounds of Alvin and the Chipmunks, while Duke. Oh, we haven't mentioned Duke, have we? No, no, he's the coach. Uh, he was Apollo's coach. He's but Apollo's coach. He was like he's, a fervor to Apollo. Yes, because he says to him, so it's, he goes upstairs and tells Rocky that you know marshmallows. He, <laughs> Keep it together. Duke goes upstairs to find Rocky staring dead-eyed into a mirror, trying to remember his own name. And uh, Duke <laughs> says that Apollo was like, what? <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'm okay. Duke tells Apollo that... Uh, Duke tells... No, he doesn't tell Apollo. Duke tells Rocky... You got me all... <laughs> you got me all a twither now. It's all gone um, to pieces. All right, let's regroup. <clears throat> You alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine now. So Duke says that says to Rocky that Apollo was like his son, and that Rocky is, you know, he's got to keep his spirit alive, and he's got to beat him. So no pressure. Uh, yeah. And we cue our first training montage of the movie, and this one's to Vince DiCola's music. Mm-hmm. And we get a series of shots of you know Rocky goes running naturally. Drago, however, is surrounded by technology. Rocky helps a man's horse and cart that's stuck in the snow. It's nice. nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Winning over the locals. He's sawing a bit of wood. Yeah, yeah. He does that. Yeah. He pulls a sledge. That's got to hurt his back, though, hasn't it? Yeah, that's not good. That's not mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. I need to get health and safety in there, I think. And there's a and scene he cut... where, he's, where, he's, where he's, like, doing the exercises and, and uh, 
Duke is going, no pain, no pain. I'm pretty sure someone yelling no pain and no pain at you does not stop pain. <laughs> Otherwise, whenever I have like a migraine or a headache, I would get somebody just to stand next to me going, no pain, no pain. Doesn't help. After you're laughing at me for the marshmallow thing, <laughs> can we try that next time you've got a migraine? I'll, 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 I'll come online and, and yell at you. Don't no br- pain, no pain. Don't bring up the word again. <laughs> don't do that. All right. And uh, Rocky cuts down a huge tree. He does, and which is symbolic. Uh, intercut with uh, Drago knocking somebody down. It is. Yeah. It's all subtle, isn't it? Lovely. And now we get Adrian's obligatory scene where she's come to meet him and she's now ready to stand by her man. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Notice they didn't bring the kid with her. Well, why would you? He's annoying. But who's going to look after him? The robot? The robot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> poor robot. Shafted again. <laughs> it's not the first time. And then we get our second training montage, don't we? And this time it's to the music of Hurts on Fire by John Cafferty. Nice. Now, throughout all these montages of training, mm-hmm. Rocky's been wearing the same jacket. Yeah. That's got to reek by now. It, it, it's like thick, hard leather as well, isn't it? Yeah, and he's wearing it, like, sweating and running and doing all these things for days and days because he's now got a growth of beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but um, with that hat and that beard and that jacket, I couldn't help but think he looked like one of those action men from the 70s with the beards. Oh, right, with the eagle eyes. With the eagle eyes. They were, yeah. you know, they did the ones with the beards. Yeah, yeah, the ones with the beards, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not funny, it's just... <laughs> it's an it's observation. Just, Makes you think of an action man. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. So we get into the second montage, and mm-hmm. we get more of Rocky chopping logs. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, he's doing crazy upside-down sit-ups as well. Yeah, those look... Painful. painful. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't like those. And he's... He's lifting uh, a net of rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not good for his back. No. No, I don't know about you, but, you know. And, and he, I just point out, he does one where he's laying on his back, and then he lifts his body up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I used to be able to do that. Did you know? Yeah, Pilates. Can't do it anymore. Too fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Rocky after. <laughs> It comes to us all, mm. even the greatest athletes, you know. Yeah, and, <laughs> and me, <laughs> and you. <laughs> I'm sure you're a lot fitter than me. There's no winners <laughs> in that competition. <laughs> Just the beer companies. Yeah, you get to see Drago, and he's punching his his big red button, mm. and he's now at twenty one fifty pounds per square inch. Oh, he's he's improved. He's hitting harder than before. Yes, his girth's getting larger. Those, those drugs help. It is, because we get a, a shot, don't we, of him getting a shot. Yes. Yeah, so we do. he's not natural, really. Nope. Naughty but, Russians. But we see Rocky running faster, so that, <laughs> and the car can't keep up with him that's following him all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, now, I, know about, I don't know about you, but they make out, don't they, that, that Drago's... They make out? They make out. <laughs> I don't remember that scene. It's back in the changing rooms. He cut it. Oh, okay. Um, no, they, they make out that Drago's, you know, he's a weakling because he's running up that steep incline of um, running machine, isn't he? Right, they're right, raising yeah. slowly. 
Yeah. But yet Rocky, he's a real man because he can run up a mountain. Yeah. But I would argue that that Rocky's got it easier. Mm, why? Because all Rocky's doing is climbing a mountain on all fours. Right. That's slightly steep. Mm-hmm. Whereas Drago's having to run up a running machine that's being slowly lifted and it's constantly moving. So he's got to keep running, otherwise he's going to go flying off the other end of it. That's true. That's true. And then we also don't see the scene when Rocky's at the top of the mountain and then goes, shit, how do I get down? <laughs> there is that, isn't there? <laughs> also, it, uh, I think it's kind of, it's supposed to uh, reenact the scene when he's climbing up the steps from the first film. Yes. yes I think it's he jumps to... in the air, doesn't he, and shouts, Drago! At but the it's end just the... not the same. It's not, is it? No. No. It's too glitzy for a start. Yeah, yeah. And we also learn that Drago is nicknamed Death from Above. Death from Above? Yeah, he doesn't fly. (laughs) I mean, I guess... He doesn't fly. Well, he doesn't. I guess Death from Horizontally Opposite doesn't... It's not as catchy, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, does that mean that he can only fight other fighters who are smaller than him? Oh, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Hmm. Yeah, so they all have to be measured. In which case, it's not really fair, is it? No, it's not at all, right? Mm. No. The Russians. Yeah. Cheating so-and-sos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fight day. Yep. Yep. Just <laughs> that com- wasn't a statement. I was oh, talking right, about right, the movie. Right. It, comes, it comes after Thursday, right? <laughs> oh. oh. <clears throat> so, um... The Russian fight yeah, ring is the most... You don't, Sorry, have to, you, you don't have to go, oh, every time I do a joke. It's very demeaning to me. <laughs> <laughs> you could chuckle occasionally. You know. I do, I'm chuckling all the time. I'm the one that laughs more than anybody. I don't remember, like, wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I laugh at all your gags. Con. Okay. Oh. I don't remember seeing, like, Malcolm and Wise and Eric does a... A gag and Ernie goes, oh. Wait, hang on. That means I'm Ernie. You're not Eric. <laughs> no, sorry, comedy genius there. <laughs> you're, 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 you're Ernie Wise. You're, uh... <laughs> Go on. Ronnie Corbett. All right. Yeah. Ronnie uh... Corbett was funny. He got, he got his monologues in his big you're, chair. You're, you're Tommy Ball. Tommy Cannon. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy you got Cannon. that wrong. <laughs> Tommy Cannon. The Tommy Cannon. And, uh... Oh. Hattie S- J? Sid Little. <laughs> Sid Little. I got called that once when I was younger at school, you know. You got called Sid Little? Why? Because you had yeah. glasses and he had glasses. I had glasses and, and you're, I don't know if you remember when we were at school. I was really skinny, wasn't I? That's true. Let me say it just as, as a means of support to you and a yeah. way of making you feel better about yourself, there is no fucking way you'd be called Sid Little right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, it's a good thing that, we, that we're in separate continents at Christmas, isn't it? This is what we're like. <laughs> I don't know, I just thought I'd help you. Make you feel better about yourself. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's working, thanks. I'm constantly trying to think of other double acts as well, so I can give you another name, but I'm run out. Yeah, what other double acts are there? 
Rocky and Apollo? Ooh. No, that's not a double act. They're in four films together. But but nice, nice way to bring us back to the film. Yeah, you see what I did there? Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You're still trying to think of double acts, though, instead of actually getting on with it. I know I am. <laughs> Maybe we can go back to it. We'll let it Separate podcast. Separate podcast. <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> It'll be called Retrospection Retrospection. Yeah, it's a retrospection podcast about retrospection. Yeah, well, it'll just be called Retrospection twice because it's a double act. That's very good. That's very good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We just sit there and talk about ourselves. Well, well, no, we talk about double acts. We can't talk about ourselves. We're a double act. We're a double act, aren't we? That's fucking charming, that is. <laughs> 30 years I've been putting up with this shit. <laughs> I'm still not Ernie, though. Just saying. <clears throat> All right, Sid. I am short. Short, fat, hairy legs, but there you go. <laughs> okay. Right, Rocky well, Four. Wait, remember Rocky what? Four? No. Do you remember it? No, I really don't. <laughs> Blocked it from oh, my go ba- Hang on, let me get my notes. I have to go back to the beginning. Oh, good lord, no one wants that. So we open with uh, the United Eye slogan. No, 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 no. The warm-up for the fight begins and we get the Russian national anthem. We do, we do. And uh, we see the spitting image version of Gorbachev taking his seat in the crowd. Is it supposed to be Gorbachev? Yeah, he's got the thing it, on his head, not I, I, I must have drifted off, I didn't notice that. Okay. Yeah, he's got the, he's got the stain on his head. Yeah, the birthmark. I don't oh, think they're called stains. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so Rocky gets a pep talk from Paulie, doesn't he, before being booed out onto the ring by the crowd. Worst person to do a pep talk, but yes. Mm-hmm. And all the while, the commentators are telling us exactly how we should be feeling at this point. Absolutely, yeah. Next, Drago emerges, lit like a giant inside a halo of smoke. So the fighters enter the ring, and everyone stands to the Russian national anthem, as you said. Mm-hmm. And a huge mur- mural rises doesn't it? It's she, Drago's she does, face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, I knew you were going to do that. Ah. When, I, when I actually wrote that down, I thought, this is what he's going to say. <laughs> Insert Colin's <laughs> attempt at humour. It's still not as much of an overkill as the uh, cracked-up James Brown, is it? No, and I assume it's because they're saying that Russia doesn't have the money. Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't read that. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not that interesting, but fine. <laughs> Not interesting to discuss. Why why change the habit of thirty uh, odd podcasts at this point? Right. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Oh sorry, forgot. <laughs> the, the fighters come together in the ring. Oh. Drago tells Rocky, I must break you. Did you like that? Yeah, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Meanwhile, all the while that this is going on, there's uh, there's a certain commentator. And is it me or is he the most English Englishman in the whole of England? Yes, yes, he, he does have his English card firmly in place. He does. Um, He's got his red coat on. I mean, uh, and the commentator, he says, uh, I've never seen such a hostile crowd. Um, I guess he wasn't watching the Apollo versus Drago fight because I'm pretty sure the crowd was just as hostile to him, to Drago. Ah, but that was the other way around. It, oh, it doesn't know. count then, does it? It doesn't count. Right. And at this point, Paulie takes back his pep talk, doesn't he? He does, yeah. 
He says, I don't want to be you. Who would? You're just about to get your ass kicked. Exactly. <laughs> I did like Drago's evil black mouth guard that he's got. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That let you know, just in case you mm-hmm. missed all the subtle signs up to that point. Well, they're easy to miss. But they are. They are. They... Yeah. 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 So the fight begins, mm-hmm. and it starts with Rocky being pummeled again. But uh, for some unknown reason, Rocky seems to be able to take the same punishment that Apollo took, but not die. No, again and again and again. He does. One of the commentators says, Rocky, mm-hmm. Rocky's not just fighting what appears to be an invincible opponent, but also a hostile crowd, and the Russian Premier, and most of the Politburo. I'm sorry, but I'm only worried about the one who's hit me in the face. <laughs> I don't really care about these other jokers. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah and uh, another commentator points out that somebody should stop this fight before somebody gets killed. Where was this sporting genius earlier in the film? Yeah. Yeah, he could have been at the Apollo fight. Maybe he was and no one's listening to him. We did say that nobody stops fights in Rocky movies, do they? That's true. Until I mean, not even says. referees. Nope, they don't care. They don't care. And we get fight montage with floating numbers for the rounds. We do, that's classic, isn't it? Yeah, and it goes on for quite a few rounds. It's like 12 rounds. Well, before we get the montage, though, we get the whole, you know, Rocky manages to get one good punch in, doesn't he? And he's cut. He's bleeding, man. Mm-hmm. I think that was from another film. Was it? I think so. <laughs> it works for this movie, though. Okay, yeah, no one knows. So back in the corner after the first round, Rocky uh, says, I see three of them out there, but Paulie replies, hit the one in the middle, which I thought was a nice line. It is, as long as that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the one on the left that's real. I don't know about you, but I've been drunk where I've seen more than three. Well, you've seen more than three Dragos? <laughs> it's a very yeah. spe- very specific uh it is yeah could be worse it could be that robot could be lud miller so as you say we get the uh we get the um obligatory fight fight montage don't we with the floating numbers and now uh, the, the crowd starts to become pro rocky they do they start to cheer him don't they yeah so they've turned on drago because you know this Plucky short guy is managing to survive numerous rounds of being pummeled like a meat puppet. What kind of meat? Beefsteak. Beefsteak. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting hungry now. We get some slow motion punches, don't we? We do. We've got some... Yeah. All that stuff going on. Right, that, that's just Sylvester Stallone at normal speed. <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask me if I was having a stroke or something. Oh, no. I, I can tell when you're having a stroke. <laughs> oh thank you i'm glad you i'm glad you paid attention but yeah like you say this is the plucky american winning the crowd over isn't it yep, yep. he's got he's got spunk wasn't looking that closely but okay <laughs> that's where those molded nappies come in ah there. okay it's a good job we don't hit below the belt Whew. whoa yeah because you, you don't do that do you no it could go everywhere <laughs> so um this fight, I mean, it is the most over-the-top and stupid fight of all the movies, I think, isn't it? Absolutely, and it just keeps going on and on. And it does. There's no way, there is no way he could survive that fight. No, no, either of them, really. Yeah, I guess, but there's no way he'd win against Drago. It's ridiculous. Ah, but he's American. Yeah, okay. 
I'm, I'm just stating it. This is what the movies say. I wonder, I wonder how this film played in Russia. I would imagine it didn't. Yeah, at all. Maybe not. At all. <laughs> Maybe yeah. there's a, the other cut of it. It's just called Drago. Well, it's funny you should say that because... Um, Stallone did have an idea as a spin-off movie to do a whole movie about Drago. Really? Yeah. He must really like Dolph Lundgren. He keeps employing him, doesn't he? It does, yeah. 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 One of those mysteries, isn't it? It's like yeah. an X-Farm. Wait till that hits the news. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> have you noticed we stayed clear of all that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Who knows what will happen by the time Christmas Day rolls around. Oh, God, anything. Mm. So, um, it's the last round, and they're sat in their corners, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And Nikolai's angry now. He calls Drago an idiot. But Drago, he's had enough, and he picks him up by the throat, and he tells him, I fight for me, but in Russian. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now the very English Englishman tells us that this is the last round. I thought you said he was English. This is last round. Ah, that's better. That better? Right. Yeah, yeah. So the fighters touch gloves one last time, and Drago says, to the end. So you see there's respect now. Ah. Yes. Who says that tenderizing each other's face can't earn respect from one another? Who does say that? I just said it. Ah, okay. Maybe that's where we've gone wrong all these years. Maybe we should just punch each other. <laughs> Okay, it's worth, worth a try. Now, it's obvious how this last round's going to play out, isn't it? I mean, no. Rocky Rocky wins for a bit, then Drago wins for a bit, but then the music swells and Adrian screams, you're going to do it! That's right, because now she's into it. She's into it. It's very fickle. Drago, yeah, she is very fickle. Drago falls, and he's counted out. He is. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. Now, Nikolai... Nikolai, Nikolai, oh, oh, mate. Nikolai. <laughs> it's gone all cockney. Nik- Nikolai exchanges glances, uncomfortable glances, with Gorbachev. Now he's going to be cleaning out the bogs in the gulag for the next 20 years, isn't he? Quite possibly. And finally, when all the cheering dies down, mm-hmm. Rocky addresses the crowd. He does. <clears throat> oh, you're not, are you? Yeah. Oh, I'll check my phone while you're doing this. Uh-huh. I came here tonight, and I didn't know what to expect. I've seen a lot of people hating me, and I didn't know what to feel about that, so I guess I didn't like you much either. During the fight, I've seen a lot of changing. The I'm way sorry, you feel. Is, is this from the film, or is this just you normally exp- <laughs> expressing yourself? Works both ways. Okay, carry on. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. During the fight, I've seen a lot of changing. The way you felt about me... And the way I felt about you. Mm-hmm. In here, there were two guys killing each other. But I guess that's better than 20 million. What I'm trying to say is, if I can change, then you can change. Beautiful. Everybody can change. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't want to. Did you ever think about that? Stop, <laughs> stop forcing your opinions and your way of life on other people. Maybe they just don't well, want to. Well, says the guy who lives in America... So Rocky wins the fight, wins over the crown, and brings down communism. He does. Who'd have thought that's that? That's all it takes. Yep. All it, that's all it took. You, him, Rocky, and uh, Michael Knight. All it takes to bring down communism. I think Michael Knight probably did slightly more. Yeah, well, he sang. 
He did. He did indeed. He's on, on top of a wall that was falling down. He did. So that's the end of Rocky Four. Wow. No, Colin. Oh, before you also should point out that not only do the crowd applaud him, but now the Politburo are applauding him as well. He's not only just changed the minds of the common people, he's changed the minds of the politicians in Russia as well. Yes, cause, because Gorbachev stands up and starts to clap, doesn't yeah, he? So he's responsible for, uh, for the fall of communism. He's avoided thermonuclear holocaust, mm-hmm. and he's he saved the world, basically, yeah. by punching another man in the face. Yeah. Yeah. So, Colin, what did you think of Rocky Four? Oh, I'm going first, am I? You are going first. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to uh, elaborate? It's a lot of shit. <laughs> not that much shit, really. 80 minutes. 90 minutes. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's remarkable how much money this film made when you consider it. That mm-hmm. it's, it's a terrible film. And it's especially terrible. It's not, wait, wait, wait. It's not only just a bad film, it's a bad Rocky film, too. It's not even a good Rocky film. You know, the first one's great. Second one mm-hmm. is, you know, okay. Third one's watchable. But this one, this one's just dire. There's no narrative to speak of other than the very basic he goes to Russia to beat this guy who beat his friend and killed him. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paulie's annoying. The robot is odd. <laughs> um, the kid's annoying. Adrian's annoying. Pretty much the whole thing's annoying. <laughs> yeah. So that's a yes, is it? It's a hit. It's great. No, I, I don't like this film at all. I don't think anyone's really trying in it. I think that's what's annoying about it. It's obvious that it's just about making as much money as you possibly can. Yeah. I think I think when you look at it in that terms and compare it to, as you say, the previous movies, maybe not so much the third one, but the first two. Yeah, at least the first one, which, which you know, the first Rocky film at least was written from the heart, I think. Yeah. You know, And Oscar Oscar nominated. This one's just written from the checkbook. <laughs> Stallone's checkbook. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Don't like it at all. Oh, music's good, though. Yes, the music is good. You know, the tracks that they've chosen are nice. A little on the nose here and there, as we've discussed in previous films. But that's the 80s for you, isn't it? Yeah, I, I guess so. Okay, well, for me, this isn't really a film. It's, it's, it's a series of pop video montages, fight scenes all strung together by the thinnest plot that you can get away with. And um, the characters' motivations, the, I mean, the wafer thin, aren't they? Wafer oh, thin. Yeah, yeah. Wafer thin, they are indeed. Yes. And the dialogue, apart from a couple of moments, it, I mean, it's appalling. And it's so 80s that it, it's painful at times. Right. Um, but, and there's a big butt coming here. Oh, Jesus. You enjoyed it's it, right? Ki- it's kind of fun. I do kind of enjoy this film. Okay. It's it's stupid, it's dumb, and it's pointless. <laughs> but, it, but it plays quite well for me, I have to say. And, and I've seen it quite a lot. It's probably the one Rocky movie I've seen more than all the Rocky movies. Really? And I still get a kick out of it every time I watch it, even though I know it's terrible. I mean, I, Everything that you've said, I agree with you. It's mm-hmm. a terrible, terrible mm-hmm. movie. I mean, it's not a movie. 
but it's a bit of a guilty pleasure for me, I have to say. And as you say, the music's really good. So being the season of goodwill and everything, for me, I'm going to say it's a hit. And we had a shocker. Yeah, I didn't see like how a sane person not on medication would actually enjoy that film. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Retrospection. Yeah. If you want to email us, you can reach us at retrospection at email.com or via Twitter at Retrospecky. And we're also on Facebook. And you can also check out our playlist on Spotify where you can listen to some of the music and the movies and from the movies and TV shows that we've covered so far. So join us next time when we'll be pulling on our balaclavas and abseiling down the patio doors as we'll be discussing Who Does Wins from 1983. Abseiling down the patio doors? I'm only short. Okay. What are you, Penfold? <laughs> well, I've got to get up there first. I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay. You know, climb up the patio doors on your stepladder and then hook some cabling on and then slide back down them. I don't think my stepladder would reach me to get up there. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out for the podcast, though. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, the weird thing about this, this movie as well that I didn't realise is that uh, Who Does Wins is that um, I didn't realise that it was only called Who Does Wins in the UK. Oh, you didn't? It's called The Final Option. That's right. In the US. Yes. So if anyone wants to watch the movie before we do the podcast outside of the UK look for the final option so until then uh, I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays I don't <laughs> well alright then no and no. Uh, we'll Christmas. see you in the new year right. yeah right. we'll see you all in the new year and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you too fantastic so it's a goodbye from me so bye then bye bye